Across the country, power companies are rushing to keep pace with the changing energy landscape. Many operate on outdated business models that never accounted for people producing their own electricity or for clean energy mandates. That's prompted Arizona's largest utility to pursue a new way of charging its customers, one that no other utility has done before. Will Stone of KJZZ in Phoenix reports for Inside Energy. Julie and Jim Powell's air conditioner has been fending off the 100-degree summertime heat since they bought their traditional Sun City home two decades ago. It's been a workhorse. It's probably 20 years old, but it does a job. Like many in this retirement community, the Powells enjoy the golf and bowling here, but they also spend a lot of time at home, so they keep close tabs on their electric bill. I'm a turn-the-fan-off, turn-the-light-off, turn-everything-off person. I've got my husband convinced his TV goes off automatically. <laughs> But they soon may have something else they need to keep a close eye on. If you take a look at the bill, 183, 262, 250. Inside, Jim leaves through their monthly summer bills from Arizona Public Service. No big surprises. But ever since he's heard about a new charge that could be tacked onto his bill, one linked to using a lot of power at certain times, he's begun to worry. With this demand charge, it could be out of the blue every month, something different. That's because this new monthly charge would be based on that one hour during the week between 3 and 8 p.m. when the couple uses the most energy. So Jim wonders, what if they have to turn up the AC one evening while his wife cooks? All of a sudden, we've spiked our kilowatt usage way up from what it normally is for a short period of time, but yet we're going to get stuck with a bill for that. And I don't think that's right. While this kind of rate's been around for decades, mostly for commercial customers, APS would be the first utility in the country to mandate it for practically all residential customers. And the Powells aren't the only ones upset. Within a week of APS filing its rate request in early June, consumer activists were protesting, with signs like surge pricing is unfair and profits over people. State regulators have already received hundreds of public comments opposing the rate change. It's not as complicated as some make it sound. That's Stephanie Layden of APS. Really, if you just stagger the use of your major appliances, that's an excellent way to manage your demand. This isn't a new charge on top of existing ones, but rather a different way of carving up the bills, she says, and some customers will will save money. Others won't. It better aligns how much customers pay with the costs they impose on the system. And that's key to why APS wants this demand charge. Most of its costs are fixed, things like substations, transmission lines, power plants. All that infrastructure must be in place to meet peak demand, which drives up what the utility pays. Layden says demand charges incentivize customers to put less strain on the grid, particularly during those hot summer afternoons and evenings. In order to send customers a signal that says our costs are driven by demand, if you can lower your demand, you can lower your costs. There's still a lot of unknowns around this and whether demand charges send a price signal that is effective. That's James Sherwood, who studies rate design at the Rocky Mountain Institute speaking via Skype. He says there's a void of data about how residential customers respond to demand rates because it's never really been tried on a large scale. That could be on the horizon for many utilities across the country as the energy landscape changes, in part because of distributed energy resources, think battery storage or rooftop solar panels, which are now sending power the other way. That creates some challenges when the rates people are being charged were designed really around one-way power flow, and now you have this other way. It kind of complicates the situation. About 10% of APS residential customers voluntarily use a demand charge, and a survey by the utility shows most are saving money. One person
person who's on the demand charge and not happy is Pat Quinn. Certainly good for the company. It's not good for consumers at all. Quinn is the former director of the state's consumer office for utilities and says demand charges can lead to unexpected swings in your monthly bill. Last year, his charge varied from $30 to $150. He says many people may not be able to design their lifestyle according to how they use energy. This would certainly cause people to have to look at and change how they operate. And they'd have to actually understand it and have the tools available to do something about it. APS hasn't announced plans to give consumers new technology yet, but it's undertaking a major education campaign as the rate case proceeds at the Arizona Corporation Commission in the coming year. For Inside Energy, I'm Will Stone in Phoenix. For photos, video, data, and more from the Inside Energy team, check us out at InsideEnergy.org.